This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everyone. Therapists are typically trained to leave their personal lives outside of their sessions with their clients so that they can maintain the proper treatment boundaries. But my guest today, John Kim, takes a completely different approach to treating people. He practices complete authenticity and transparency with his clients. John prefers the language of me too, as opposed to you should. He conducts sessions while walking around lakes or in coffee shops, and he makes it a point to talk about his own shortcomings, revelations, views on relationships and the world. John is here today with us to talk about his truly unique approach to therapy and why he feels his clients respond so positively to a therapist who is transparent and authentic. John, welcome to the show. So happy to have you with me. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really, you know, I, I really admire and um, admire the courage that it does take to be so transparent, especially as I'm a counselor myself. And so I, I think that approach is so helpful for the clients to relate. How, how did how did this like become something that you now have been um, talking about or put it out there? Yeah, I, um, I think that uh, the process of becoming a therapist uh, injects fear, uh, well, it's for me, injected fear into me, and it, and it prevented me from um, helping people the way that I really wanted to, you know, and I think um, therapists are trained to just, like, listen, 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 and not, uh, uh, you know, give opinions or, or be transparent. Um, mm-hmm. We're not allowed to present ourselves as real people, you know, and so mm-hmm. I created a blog called Angry Therapist, and I decided to pull the curtain back and uh, just... Uh, document my life and talk about my feelings. I was going through a divorce at the time, so mm-hmm. I was, you know, a therapist who was helping people, but also was also hurting and going through his own shit. And I think because of that, um, uh, people kind of were interested. It was, it was very curious about that. Mm-hmm. And then I started helping people in unconventional ways, like you mentioned, uh, walking around legs. I brought them to crossroad boxes, quite with them. And I thought if we're going to talk about life, let's do life while we're talking. And mm-hmm. uh, they right. really responded, and they thought it was really effective. And I thought, you know what, this is a new way. And I just since been super passionate about changing the way we change. Yeah, I mean, I I think you know to to relate to people, you know, I I my specialty is addiction and drug and alcohol. Um, substance abuse disorders. And so I, I, and, and, you know, I am sober myself. So I feel like to be transparent with them about that is very helpful. It helps them relate to me, my clients. And also I feel like they could also trust you in a different way, knowing that you are human and that you have come out of the darkness yourself or been through some darkness yourself and made it out to the other side. So it's kind of like grab my hand and let me walk with you instead of, you know, and I feel like that, that has been very helpful. Yeah. And I think it builds trust. Mm-hmm. It does build trust. Totally. So, so, and also, you know, just, just to make sure we cover this, like, you know, legally, I think therapists, I mean, most, I don't know if everyone knows, but legally they, we have certain standards and, you know, kind of, um, crossing those boundaries, you know, you could get in trouble, you could lose your license. There's certain, there's, sure. there's, but I think that there is a way to innovate and keep it professional while also maintaining a, a sense of connectedness with your clients. Yeah, and of course, there's a balance. You're not um, you're not verbally vomiting on them and making it about you. You know, right, um, you're, right, exactly. You're sharing your story to help them, and and, and so right. you become relatable. So it's it's more. It's also to enhance their experience with you. Is is it not right. not so much to 
you know, reveal and, uh, and, and cause sometimes, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, um, there, you know, there's a lot of times where clients start to feel like they're your friend. I don't know if you get this a lot and, and yeah, I mean, sure, of course. I'd, or your brother or your big, yeah. you know, or your, your father, yeah. whatever it is. And so it, it's, uh, you know, how do you maintain, um, these kinds of boundaries in, in terms of like, Hey, listen, I'm here to help process your issues, uh, teach you about life, provide you tools. And I'm not somebody where you could call at 10 o'clock at night, <laughs> you know? So like, how do, yeah. how do you balance that? I, I think you front load that and, and, and you let people know in the beginning, um, you can, you can humanize yourself and, 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 and share your story, but also have boundaries. And I think that's what yeah. makes you powerful is, that, is having both and having that balance. Sure. I mean, I think that that's so powerful for them to see that too, you know? Right. And, and they'll, they, they may not like it at first, but they'll, they'll respect it and it will, um, you know, I think it'd be good. It's good for them because you're creating safe space. Mm-hmm. Totally. So t- can you tell me a little bit about, um, what are the things you work on with people? So if, if, if someone's out there listening right now. Yeah, I, um, through my journey and I've helped everyone, um, mostly online, but also offline and, and, um, in residential and also worked in addiction. Um, I learned about this idea of creating a safe space. So like, um, I call it a container and basically I think we all have our life container. And I think that if your container is cracked, so for example, if you're in an abusive relationship or if you're using, or if you're, you know, an addict, your container is definitely cracked and that's going to stunt your growth. But I think we could build ourselves a brand new container. And when your container is safe, that growth is organic, you know, that, that, that we are evolving and curious creatures and uh, we're not just stagnant beings. So um, I think if you focus on creating that safe container, that um, growth is, it, you'll grow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so, so I help people build that container. Mm-hmm. So you also rebuild it, obviously. Some people have to right. completely take out the foundation as well. Sure, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's anything really, any, anyone that's going through any, any kind of hard time or challenging, um, life experiences where you would step in and, and help guide them a bit more. Yeah. Um, mostly I've uh, worked with people mostly with relationships. I don't know if it's because, um, when I started my blog, I was going through a divorce, but, um, a lot of expired relationships, a lot of breakups, a lot of couples, that kind of stuff. And so let's talk about that for a second. So wh- what is your take on relationships and how do you recover and, 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 you know, do you, obviously, I would think you believe in communication. What have you learned? Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about your journey, maybe, of how, how this has all come? Sure. I think, of- um, well, I think um, uh, relationships, I call them expired relationships because um, yeah. I don't like the word breakup. I like the idea that um, something's it's expired. expired. It's easier to let go. I and um, I, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that's the, the richest soil for growth. Um, if you're willing to you know, own it and look at your piece and, 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 and what you can, contri- how you contribute to the expiration. And if you're not willing to look at it, then of course it's a complete waste. But I think that every time that we go through, go through a quote unquote breakup or an expired relationship, that we have uh, such an amazing opportunity to reevaluate, to look at ourselves, our behavior, our thoughts, um, and also like redefine love, you know, mm-hmm, that changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. And people also have friendships that expire, work relationships that expire. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. everything extends. I try to tell my clients that all, not all interpersonal relationships extend your whole entire life. And so, yeah, kind of, and, and history, history doesn't mm-hmm. make a, uh, a relationship or a friendship. I think a lot of people stay friends because like they went to high school together or they have this history, but that alone, I don't think is enough to, to be in a healthy right. friendship or relationship. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. And and also, I think people come into your lives for different reasons. I mean, you could have a friendship that lasts for about a year. But you know, that year was you were going through a breakup, and you really needed that kind of uh, energy in your life. But then once you heal, you don't need it. I mean, I, I think this just happens all the time. And, and I know a lot of people feel very torn and, and very um, upset to have to confront these endings, if you will, or changes. Yeah. And, and yeah. for whatever reason, people, it's hard for them to accept that, that there is change and that it's part of this experience. Because we all want homeostasis. We all want, uh, we don't want discomfort. We don't want change. We, you know, we like feeling um, yeah. safe in our own little bubble. And of course, that's not where growth lives. Yeah, but homeostasis is like balance, and if in it, but some people are still they want they they want to change, and they're not in unhealthy patterns, or they're in an unhealthy relationship that's not serving them. Why is it that you think people still want to stay stuck in the the unhealthiness, or or do they just not see that there's something better out there? Is it just that they're almost like this filtered thinking in the moment? They could only yeah, see I think one. It's, it's, I think there's two pieces. One is fear, and there's the tons of different types of fear and why, but you know, afraid to be alone. Um, etc. But I think it's also when when there's feelings involved, your um, your lenses get very blurry, and you're not able to see, you know, what your friends see or what you would see uh, in the uh, two years from now or looking back, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and people are in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, history with friendships or relationships, you have years that you put in, and and you know that's a lot of time too. So yeah, it, it could be a series of things. So let's talk about the angry therapist. To tell me, do you uh, do you write all the time? What what what's going on in, in that world? Yeah. So I just um, I've been writing for the last seven years. My first published book just came out, so I'm super excited about that. Yes. And congratulations. Um, it, thank you so much. Yeah. New to the whole book world, it's very interesting these days. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it is. I I've yeah, I have three books now published. All all under my uh, first book, Rewired. Different. I have a coloring book and a workbook. But it's it's a nice. really cool um, journey to be on. Is is like seeing it reach people that you you know wouldn't be able to reach. Uh, so it's, yeah. it is. It's yeah. such a blessing. And you know what's funny is um um because of the internet, uh, the, the whole book business has changed. So. Uh, the day that it was released, I actually went down the Barnes and Noble, and I had, like actually had to go into the store because I wanted to see it on the bookshelf, you know, like that. Yeah. Me, instead of just, like, I know. It on Amazon. That's so cool. That's so cool. So yeah. your book's called The Angry Therapist: A No BS Guide to Finding and Living Your Own Truth. Yes, yes, and it's wrapped in duct tape. <laughs> and it's wrapped in duct tape. Which, which was weird because I at first I had there was a resistance with that, but then I was like, you know, I yeah. I, I like it. I, I like the fact that. It's, uh, you know, Whose idea was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it was theirs. My publishers, they thought it was really it was cool to do something like that, wrap it in duct tape that represents me um, telling people that I'm, you know, I'm also, I'm human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. So t- yeah. can you tell us a little bit about the book and what, what we could learn? Yeah, sure. So the book is it got my all my concepts and uh, how to build yourself a new container. So there's three stages. It starts with transparency. I think everything starts with um, standing on your truth and being vulnerable. And I think a lot of people think that vulnerability is a weakness, but it's actually our strength. Um, but that's the birthplace of change. Um, and mm-hmm. then we talk, and I talk about stance and non-negotiables and this idea of connecting with um, a part of yourself that you have locked into a hope chest when life happened and you had to grow up. And so sometimes growth is about a reunion than anything else. 
Um, and then mm-hmm. I just talk about balance and, and I just walk you through all the stages and uh, to build yourself a brand new container. So it, it doesn't matter what you're going through. If you're going through a, a breakup or a you know a job transition or if you're an eating disorder, it doesn't matter. Um, everyone can benefit from having a safe container, safe space. That's great. That's so great. And 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 when did when was this published? Oh, just it just came out uh, like two weeks ago. That's fantastic. You have I, yeah. I looked at it before. You have so many reviews already. I know. I got so I, it's been mind blowing. Um, I'm learning about the book business, but it, it's, it's social media and uh, people just talking about it and word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's I guess it's like movies where you know if you see a movie, you like it, you tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so so cool. in the first. In the first couple of days, I think it hit a hundred reviews, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing!" And I, you know, it's just numbers, but you put a hundred people in a room, and that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. That's so. Cool. And everyone, everyone okay. hates doing reviews too, so like, it's a small percentage yeah. of people actually that's, bought the book. That is so cool. Um, so, can you tell me a little bit about um, the the kind of feedback you're getting, and and like, is it is it more about relationships? Is it more about becoming more authentic? Like, what are you seeing? Like, I mean, I know. For instance, I was just I was curious about this because social media these days, I think, is is changing the world in so many ways. People are having access to uh, so many other people's lives, comparing the highlight reel. And I've, I've seen a lot of depression and anxiety, I, I think, at least in my field, um, begin to rise in those areas about about just, just taking in so much information that's not very helpful. So how, you know, I feel like just more than ever, this this stage of the of, of what's going on in the world is it's we have to be more mindful of what information we choose to take in. You know, it's, it's, do you, do you see that a lot? Just curious. Um, Yeah. I think that the world of self-help has a lot of, um, a lot of fat. I think self-help has become mainstream. So there's, you know, there's just a lot of um, people trying to sell you things. And so I try to cut all the fat, get straight to the point. And I tell people that I I give you two in a shot glass. And so part of the book, um, I think why people are responding to it is because it's not just, you know, fresh concepts, but it's the way that I deliver it. And also, as you're reading the book, you're going to learn everything about my own personal story. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's documented like a journal, like a diary, when it since I was going through the divorce and all that. So um, it, it, it's an in-depth look at me. It's me being transparent as I try to teach other people to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so great. And what, what do you feel like you, you struggle with at this at this moment in your life? Man, uh, what do I struggle? Well, I'm 44, and um, of course, I feel like um, I wish I published the book 10 years earlier. But you know, that's, <laughs> it's, things are, things haven't been meant to happen, I guess. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I'm happy. You know, I, I, people always ask me why you call yourself the angry therapist, and and to be honest, I was angry in my 20s, and I was angry in my 30s, and it was because I was lost and I was uh, chasing shiny things and. I come from the screenwriting world. I was in the club business for a while and in Hollywood. And um, it's just life. I was just uh, invisible, you know, because I, instead of attracting, I was chasing. And so mm-hmm. it wasn't until my divorce that I just completely had to shake my life edge of sketch, start over. And when I did that, um, I changed my mindset and I decided to pull from what I call, you know, your solid self instead of your pseudo self. And um, I feel like at 44, I'm like finally happy, you know. Mhm. Mhm. And and I, I see that you've written in the, the Atlantic.com Psychology Today, MindBodyGreenNPR.com. What what does writing do for you, and and how has that helped your process? Just curious of how you're able to be vulnerable in your writing. Is it is it is it 
helpful for yeah. you to talk about your own yeah. flaws. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, you know, I never really considered myself a writer. I just used it as a vehicle to to spread my message or to express myself. And um, and that's, it started as a blog on Tumblr, and then it grew to Facebook and, and, and Medium and stuff. But um, I guess people resonate with with uh, to my words more than like. So if I if I take a post and I actually film it on video, it gets a lot less likes uh, than if I wrote it. You know, if I if I take some time and write it as a blog and push it out. Um, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I just had to listen to that. And then the, um, I got a book deal, uh, they found me on the internet and, uh, I guess they responded to my, to my writing also. And so, um, I'm finally just like accepting that, you know what, I'm, I am a writer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I, I've been writing for a decade and I just haven't thought of myself that way. You know? That's so funny. I know. I never think of myself that way either. It's just very, it's very funny to, to be able to, to use, you know, I think writing is so cathartic for people where, you know, pen to paper and their words could flow in a different way out of them. And so I always encourage everyone to write. I think anybody could really yeah. be a writer. Um, it's, it's, it's just a matter of really connecting with your heart and, and speaking your truth is, is so powerful. So I'm happy. It's to a great way to that. be, um, you know, when we're talking about transparency, it's a great way to be transparent is to start with writing, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot safer than just uh, talking to someone or telling someone, you know, how you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in terms of that communication, I'm sure it comes up a lot with your, uh, your work and with your clients. Um, you know, when, when you're in a relationship too, especially because this is how you're, you kind of got started with all of this, but, but do you feel like you have learned how to uh, build that muscle of communication yourself and, and do you, do you encourage people to do the same? So if people don't like to communicate or fear of being abandoned or fear of not being liked or fear of, you know, uh, someone else feeling rejected. So people really stuff a lot down. How, how do you encourage people to communicate at an effective level? Um, man, there's so many parts. One of the tips I have, and, and of course I really believe that communication is everything. Don't you? I mean, I don't know. I yeah. That's something I I, yeah. I I catch myself always talking about with with people. Yeah, it, you know, here's the thing: if you're going to uh, do life with someone and you don't communicate, you're not doing life with them. You're doing life around them. And also, yeah. uh, there's there's something about not communicating, which which means you're which means you're leaving people in the dark, you know, or whoever you're with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, people don't communicate because they don't want. You know, sometimes they feel like they don't want to uh, shake the boat or they don't want to. Um, you know, put their burdens on the other person, but they don't understand that that doing that, you know, that is what um, putting the burden, quote unquote, on the other person and, and and talking about all the shit you're going through. That is what relationships are about, and that's what makes people closer to each other, and that's what going uh, with with life, with someone through life is looks like instead of um, just on the surface, you know, um, just talking about logistics but not really showing yourself. Mm-hmm. And what if but someone I, were to say to you, but I communicate through action. I don't communicate through words. You know, I mean, I think we all communicate right. differently, too. And it, I think it's really sure. important to understand in what relationships, how that other person communicates, because, you know, I always hear like, no, I, 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 I don't need to say it. They know it because I am always doing things for them. I'm always, you know, like, I feel like that's also something where it gets lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah. Then I say, then why are you here? Why are you? Why are you? Talking to me? <laughs> There's obviously something going on. Where right. it's not working. One of my biggest tips is try to understand before um, trying to be understood. And I think also a lot of us, when we communicate, we're trying to get our point across. We're trying to, you know, convince the other person of something. But if we have two people that are really trying to understand each other before being understood, um, it's you know, it's the communication and the empathy and all that grows. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you do phone sessions. Um, so anybody that is listening can get a hold of you. And then also you, you live in the Los Angeles area and you, uh, do you, you do sessions here as well? Yeah, I, um, I've, I've been quite busy. I, I, I do, I take a lot less sessions now, but I'm, yeah, uh-huh. I still do sessions. Um, you can find me at angrytherapist.com and uh, webcam phone. I get on my motorcycle, right. You know, meet you at a coffee shop, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And, and what's going on uh, moving forward for yourself and your career? You, you, you going on a tour, are you speaking, do you do any of that? Well, this whole thing um, turned into a startup culture shift. It's S H F T dot us. And, uh, I, we have our own um, life coaching uh, academy, so we certify life coaches, and we've already certified over a hundred. And um, I created this because I think that the clinical model is broken, and I think that there's a, a better and a different way to, to help people help people. Oh, so t- can you tell us a little bit about that. I, I didn't realize. So you you now have an academy yourself. What's it called? Yes, yeah, uh, it's called uh, Shift S H F T. We take we took the eye out because it, we. You know, well, we don't. We believe that you're meant to rebuild yourself through other, other people. Uh huh. Um, That's great. I, you know, just going through the the clinical journey and you know uh, finishing. It took me six hours, uh, six years, and uh, sixty thousand dollars, and I was left kind of standing alone and afraid. And I and I, and I remember thinking, there just has to be a, a different way. And there's so many people that want to help people in this world. And so, you know, seven years later, after I just learned and I built confidence and I created a you know full practice and all that online um life coaching was exploding so i decided to um make life coaching kind of the new way but also teach people um it's not just about business coaching but teach people you know about relationships trauma positive psychology all this kind of stuff that i Uh think would make you a, a powerful catalyst that's great so you put together a program I put together a program. It's completely live. And when when I started, I was in the kitchen in my underwear teaching it myself. But now uh, we've mm-hmm. got a, a, a rainbow of instructors, and it's uh, 14 weeks, and it's super affordable. And we once you're done, um, we welcome you into our community, and then we help you write 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 blogs and, and use social media as a tool, and mm-hmm. uh, just build your practice, you know, and do what you're passionate about doing. That's great. So so it's like. It's obviously a little social media coaching. It's building the website, building your brand, yeah, building your biz- all business, stuff. all of that. Okay. And and is it online? The If anyone's listening, the, the coaching, is it the, an yeah, online it's program? Online. Um, oh. We use Zoom and we meet uh, every Sunday for about two hours. And so it's an online class, but it's, it's intimate. It's not like, you know, a thousand people. It's only, we only, we cap it at about uh, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you, you sound like you're very comfortable um, with technology. Do you find oh, that, yeah. that some people are still, I mean, when you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm already in fear of like ever doing an online class because I don't even know how to work. <laughs> you know, it's right, like, right, right. So, some people are digital aliens still. It's it's, it's difficult. Um, but yeah, but, but it sounds like you're super savvy. So it'd be great for other people to learn from you too of, of how uh, to go yeah, about it. It's all headed that way if it's, you know, so it's not going to go the other way. It's only going to get uh-huh. more and more digital. So um, I, I understand there are people That's that are true. afraid and they don't, they, you know, they don't, they want to resist it. But um, I would say embrace it and use it to your advantage, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that's brilliant advice. And and I know that there's a lot of the millennials or this new generation coming up is, I mean, they're speaking a different language. They all, 
you know, have phones when they're kids. I mean, when I was, when I was in high school, we didn't have computers. I mean, you know, we had pagers. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. this is also, so, I mean, there is, there's people in their like late thirties and forties and that, that are, that are still building businesses and building their lives that ne- don't necessarily, I think have this, you know, fluency in the tech or computer digital world right now. So it's, yeah. it is, it is good to get coaching on that as well. Yeah, and not only that, but also as a business, I mean, there's no more yeah. wall. You're you, you you're a channel. Like you can create content, and you could do anything with your phone, and right. have real real people follow you and become customers, and um, actually yeah. have a voice and say something. And, and you could you could uh, it, it, you have an audience. It's, it's amazing. And how do you market yourself? Because I, I was just talking to another therapist recently, and she's just like at a dead end, too. She's like a mom of two, and she's just like, I don't know how to get, you know, how do you get out there? How do people find you, you know? And, and because I have a book, it's it's easier. But, but like, she was asking, like, how do I begin to build that? And I, you know, just curious if you have any advice for anyone out there that's building yeah, a yeah. business. Um, I could talk online. days for this. Um, it's a longer conversation, but I, I think one of the first things is to just document instead of produce. So instead of, you know, spending months on a perfect polished video, pretend like you have a giant life highlighter. And as you're going through your life, start documenting and uh, highlighting parts of your life where you have revelations or something, you know, the wisdom mm-hmm. you want to share. And it doesn't matter what format. It can be blog, video, you know, Facebook lives, however you want to do it. And then yeah. push it out there and be consistent. you got to be consistent. So people, um, you know, so you grow on people and they, they, it more and more you can't just do one thing and cross your fingers and if it doesn't go viral you quit you know that's well that's, there's that's millions of people out there putting exactly. videos out so what makes you different yeah. and how do you get into the, the people's hands really in their uh, homes you have you have to be authentic and have a strong voice that what's what makes you different and you have to be consistent meaning uh yeah. constantly you know doing it routinely yeah exactly exactly well such good advice on so many levels today thank you so much for being with us and um let's just tell everybody where they could find you your website sure, uh, and the website um theangrytherapist.com and i'm also on instagram the angry therapist and uh facebook um and then shift.us s-h-f-t dot u-s that's awesome. And so many great things you're doing, John. I wish you the best of luck with everything and uh, with the book. And I hope to stay connected with you. Thanks for being here. Me too. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're listening to Rewired Radio on Radio MD. Thank you all for joining us today. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Stay well.